we are concerned today about the kingdom of God, the reign of God in the lives of humanity, where there will be mutual respect, where love will be the watchword, and where we will be able to reconcile with each other because we have one king who reigns in our lives. But that kingdom is a kingdom of peace and love. It's a kingdom of understanding and acceptance. It is the kingdom where the power of God will reign supreme so that humanity will be set free from the clutches and the bondage of sin and evil in the world. So Jesus today sends the 12 after in praying and selecting them, and he says they should proclaim the imminency of the kingdom. And they should go with the power of Christ who sent them. Because they had received that love and mission free, and therefore that love and power that they have received has to be given out freely. They are not to allow themselves to be contaminated by materialism. They needed the bare necessities of life. So don't allow other curse of the world, especially wealth, to derail God's plan for humanity. Make the proclamation of the good news the prime responsibility. But again, he goes on to say that the people to whom I'm sending you will also have a responsibility. They have the will and the freedom to make choices, either to embrace your word or to reject you. And he said, if you go to any town or house, say, peace of God be unto these, those who live here. You know, that's one of my favorite quotations in the Bible. And anytime I visit a family or a home, the words I say inaudibly are, may the peace of Christ reside in the hearts of all those who live here. I had a discussion with a friend and he said, well, but that is not a prayer. It is the ordinary greeting of the Hebrews of the time, shalom, peace. But I said, look at the next line. Jesus says, if there is a peaceful person living there, your peace will remain with them. And if there is somebody who does not deserve that peace or reject that peace, Leave and shake off the dust from your feet as a sign against them. And he said, it will be more endurable for Sodom and Gomorrah than for that people, group of people. So it is not just a mere greeting. It is a wish that is accomplished because of the power of Christ that accompanies it. Peace of Christ be with you. When we come to Mass, we are also to greet each other with a sign of peace. May the peace of Christ be with you and with your spirit. And I believe that in the same circumstance, if there are people of peace, the peace of Christ will remain with them. 
So what are the circumstances that can destruct or become a barrier for Christ's peace in our heart? It is the spirit of unforgiveness. Because if we have grudges and unforgiveness against other people, there's no way we are going to be at peace. We think we are, we, 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 we are ostracizing ourselves, distancing ourselves from people we don't, we don't want to talk to. And uh, superficially, we think that we have peace. But that peace is no peace at all. Because you know what? If you harbor grudges against somebody, as soon as you see the person, your heart begins to move faster. When you see the person, you know, you begin to have changes in your psyche. Maybe the other person does not even remember what you are holding against him or her. So they rather are at peace and you are bearing the grudges of the stench because you carry that with you all the time. And it's so surprising that at times if we are honest, we could know that we have carried grudges for years, if not decades. There are some people we don't want to even see. And that is where our hearts begin to pounce whenever we see them. We bury our heads when we see them because we don't want to look at their face. We don't want to go to places where they are. So, you know, we distance ourselves. So gradually, we are losing the social grip in our lives. Today, we receive an example in the first reading. The example of forgiveness. Look at how Joseph was treated, not by enemies, but by his own kindred. His flesh and blood. His own brothers. This little boy was so excited when the father sent him to the, the, to the brothers in the field. You know, when, when you are a little boy or a girl and you are always with mommy or mommy's boy, or mommy's girl at home, and you, you always want to go out, but mommy doesn't want you to go, you know, and when he says, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sending you to my neighbor here, and you see, you are so excited. And look at the joy with which you go. So that same joy was the joy that Joseph took to his brethren. But although he had a good heart and a good desire to see his brethren at work, they had a different program for him. And that different program was that he is the one the father loves. He's the one, the dreamer, the one with, with, with the coat. Let us eliminate him and we will see what will happen to him. They sold him to slavery. He went through torture. He was imprisoned. He was falsely accused by the wife of Potiphar. But today Joseph sees all these things as part of God's plan. You know, I tell people it's difficult to deal with somebody who is difficult. But that person can be the only tool in the hand of your maker to carve you into a saint. Because if somebody is always giving you headaches and you develop the antidote of patience and humility, you have developed a virtue and in that sense you are being shaped into a saint. So Joseph saw all these hardships as part of God's plan. And today, he reveals himself to his brethren. 
I am Joseph, the one whom you sent. It's, 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 it's necessary to let people know the truth. You know, at times we smile to people, but deep within our heart, we have grudges against them. Joseph brought this out. I am Joseph, whom you sent. But in the end, there was reconciliation. Would you be able to forgive somebody like that? Would you be able to forgive your siblings who have done you a great harm like that? And some of the harm that at times we think of are very superficial. They are trivial issues. And at times even non-existent issues. But yet we carry this as the basis of not talking to our siblings. As a basis of cutting people from our group. Dearly beloved, Today, as we talk about reconciliation, let us remember that whenever we sin, as often as we sin, God is willing to forgive us. And when we are healed, we got to go out there to become healed healers. Let us try also to heal other people by forgiving them. The power of the Holy Spirit is always available for us. May he always help us, even in those difficult situations, to be able to say, I let it go.